My name is Mark Willeman, the host of Supervisory Basics, a 12-episode podcast series that examines how individual contributors can transition to effective leaders. This podcast series is based on the popular Supervisory Basics training program from Impact Achievement Group, a training and performance management consulting company. The Supervisory Basics training program consists of 12 individual yet linked two-hour training modules delivered in leader-led or e-learning formats. For more information, go to impactachievement.com, where you can also download lots of great articles on all the topics we discuss in this podcast series. This is episode four, and the topic is Working with the Boss, How HR Can Prepare New Managers. To discuss today's topic, it is my pleasure to welcome back Rick Tate, Senior Managing Partner at Impact Achievement Group, and an internationally recognized expert on management, leadership development, and customer loyalty. Welcome back, Rick. Nice to be back, Mark. Rick, as a new manager, why is it important to go slow before implementing decisions? Isn't it important to impress the boss by taking charge? Well, Mark, that's the whole key is impressing the boss and often you know, a new supervisor, a new manager wants to impress them so they might uh, make quick decisions or want to change things a little bit too quickly uh, to satisfy that need to impress them. Ironically, uh, often that works uh, to their disadvantage. Uh, One, they haven't earned enough credibility in the organization or even with their direct reports that early on yet, and often they don't have the necessary experience. They also don't have the savvy sometimes to know the ins and outs of the way things get done in the organization or in the department as yet. And also, the I think a critical one is the boss might be the one who created what they want to change. So it's always wise, I think, in the first three to six months to uh, to be a little cautious in, in, in how you go about doing things. It's kind of like the teenager with the keys the first time they want to drive. They, you know, they certainly have a high degree of confidence, but uh, it's often better maybe to uh, move at a, a little slower pace because you want to prevent second guessing by the boss Simultaneously, you want to garner the boss's support for changes you do want to make. and You want to ensure the boss has the input regarding those decisions early on. So we just think it's a little bit wiser to uh, be a little bit more cautious uh, at the start. Okay. What are some general rules to follow when trying to make a good impression on the boss? Well, I think this comes from years of trial and error. Uh, a lot of this stuff about working with the boss is common sense. And uh, sometimes it's been painful trial and error. But I I really believe that as a new supervisor and manager, one of the first things you want to know is just what we call rules of engagement. And that is, how does the boss like to work with their direct reports? Every boss has peculiarities and uh, their own personal ways of doing things. And I think it would behoove any new supervisor or manager to have a discussion with the boss about those very early on. Also, it's important to know what criteria the boss uses to evaluate the success of the supervisor or manager. In other words, getting clarity around the expectations and aligning those expectations with what the boss uh, truly desires uh, is important. And I think the third thing is having a clear understanding of the bottom line results of, uh, of your department or work group that you're supervising or managing now and being very clear Uh, how those results affect the business and or the business's customers. I think that would be very important. Rick, you've spoken or used the phrase rather, pass the monkey. Could you explain what it means to pass the monkey and why this is a bad thing to do to your boss? 
Yeah, Mark, that the monkey concept is interesting. Uh, an old friend uh, from long ago, William Onkin Jr., created the concept of who's got the monkeys in talking about uh, uh, managing people and, uh, and preventing upward delegation. And so I want to use that concept here. I mean, if you think in general what the bosses want, you know, they want the job done with minimum of difficulties. They certainly want to be productive and stress-free, and they really don't want to have to deal with problems that can easily be avoided or even problems caused by a naive supervisor or managers. So in, in Bill Onkin's terms, what is a monkey? You know, at the end of a dialogue between two parties, whoever walks away having to do the work is the person who, quote, has the monkey. <laughs> and uh, when you think about it from that aspect, then what does passing the monkey up means? It's It's when... Direct reports give monkeys to their boss. In other words, they pass things up, i.e. upward delegation, and those things often can and should be done by the direct report themselves. And this is counterproductive, which creates difficulties, uh, stress, less uh, productivity for the boss, and makes a nervous boss. And, you know, Bill Onkin used to say there's, there's uh, nothing worse than a nervous boss, especially if you're the one that makes them uh, nervous. <laughs> so, you know, trying trying to to keep uh, the work centered in in your area of responsibility and taking initiative for it without quote passing monkeys up to the boss is probably a great lesson for any new supervisor or manager. So, what strategies can a new manager follow to avoid passing the monkey while still keeping the boss informed about difficult issues or problems? Yeah, it's it's really about all you know creating effective working relationships uh, with the boss. The goal here is to keep the monkey uh, yours while simultaneously keeping the boss informed in the loop and uh, participating in the decision making process if necessary for potential problems or difficulties. So. There's some fairly prescriptive things that I think new supervisors and managers could do. Uh, one would be ensuring that when they talk about problems, difficulties, or issues that need to be resolved, providing the boss with sufficient background on, on the issues is, is a critical first step. Also, I think providing them with what are the consequences of doing nothing, and that is if, if we dealt with this problem or difficulty, what's the, uh, what, what are the consequences of just Maintaining the status quo. I mean, that's certainly a, a one way to look at it. Also, I think providing best effort recommendations or solutions. Uh, don't just bring the boss a problem. Bring what you believe might be, you know, an effective way to deal with it. And also, with each way you provide the boss, articulate the possible consequences of each re- recommended action. And uh, and then the the other one it would be frame the issues that you provide the boss to show the impact on profit, revenue, cost, customers, quality, or speed. In other words, provide, you know, provide that effect on the business. Uh, don't just make it something that you're irritated about or want to change without showing its relevance to uh, some of those critical aspects. I think the bottom line here is always do com- what we call completed staff work. Provide all the relevant facts. In other words, do your homework and prepare yourself for questions that the boss might ask around issues. Okay, Rick, thanks. And I have one more question for you uh, to kind of tie all this together, and that is what are some tips for new supervisors or managers for keeping their boss informed? Well, you know, once again, it goes back to that issue of a nervous boss, and and bosses like to be kept in the loop. They just like 
don't like to be badgered. And I think there's some 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 viable tips for supervisors or managers for keeping the boss informed. One would be uh, know how. In other words, know the method of how your boss likes to be kept informed. You know, bosses have, again, peculiarities. Some like to do it via email, some uh, voicemail, some direct, uh, whatever it happens to be. But getting alignment on that up front, I think, is critical. Also, knowing the boss's hot buttons. Every boss has hot buttons. What are the topic areas he or she really wants to know about and how often they like to be kept in the loop and up, and up to, to speed on those things? Uh, a critical aspect, I think, is and that I see a lot of new supervisors and managers make this mistake, is don't avoid giving the boss bad news in a timely fashion. Uh, bosses hate surprises, especially when they're bad ones. So uh, that hesitancy about let's let's uh, not provide the uh, bad news can uh, backfire on us real quick. Also, always be forthright. In other words, don't make the boss guess about what you're talking about or have to read between the lines. You know, an old friend of mine used to say, say it straight or it'll come out crooked. And I think that earns a lot of credibility and integrity with the boss when you're uh, that direct. And a last good reminder is this, and that is I think it's important to remember it's far better for the boss to hear about potential or trouble or difficulties from you than from others. And I I think that's a, a good one to walk away with. Okay. Say it straight or it comes out crooked. I love it. Rick, thanks for sharing your insights. It was fun again. Always uh, look forward to these sessions with you, Mark. For more information on this topic, Impact Achievement Group, or the Supervisory Basics Series, please visit impactachievement.com. And remember, all of our podcast episodes are available for download on iTunes. Just go to iTunes, search for Supervisory Basics, and subscribe to the free series. Join us next month for episode number five, where we'll discuss the law, compliance basics, where we will give new managers a clear understanding of the rights of employees and common topics that apply to most organizations. See you then.